Praise the Lord. Hallelujah, everyone. Good morning, good evening, and good night for those on the other side of the world. Uh, <clears throat> this is Minister McMillan. <laughs> we are coming to you today. Uh, we will be reading in the second Corinthians first chapter. Remember when I last spoke to everyone, we were closing first uh, Corinthians. So today we'll be starting in the second book of Corinthians, okay? Let's bow our heads in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we give you the praise and honor and glory, Lord. We thank you, Almighty God, for this day. We thank you for watching over us and keeping us and our loved ones throughout the night and the day. Father, we ask, Almighty God, that you go before us today in this word and help us to understand this word, Lord. Direct us and guide us in all things concerning this word and help us to utilize this word in our lives, Father. Lord, let us also be a help to others and be a light unto them for the things that we do to help them or the things that they see us do that will help them. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your guidance. Thank you for your help. Thank you for your love and your grace and your mercy. Thank you, Almighty God, for your understanding of this word today. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Yeshua Mashiach. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Lord, we praise you. Hallelujah. 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 give you the praise and honor and glory. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Okay, we're going to start. Hallelujah. 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 Hello. 
Sometimes, you know, you're, you're singing and you want to stop, but the Spirit won't let you stop. It's just praise the Lord, praise Him, praise Him. Don't try to stifle the Spirit. Just go with it and praise Him. Praise Him with all your heart. Praise Him with all your might. For He is worthy to be praised. Amen? Amen. Okay, we're going to move on into chapter 1 of 2 Corinthians. Paul, an epistle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, to the church of God, which is at Corinth, with all the saints who are in all Achaia. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord. Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who confronts us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to confront those who are in any trouble with the comfort with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. Amen. Amen. For as the suffering of Christ abound in us, so our consolation also abounds through Christ. Now, if you are afflicted, it is for your consolation and salvation, which is effective for enduring the same sufferings which which we also suffer. Or if we are confronted, it is for your consolation and salvation. And our hope for you is steadfast because we know that as you are partakers of the sufferings, so also you will partake to the consolation. For we do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, of our trouble which came to us in Asia, that we were burdened beyond measure, above strength, so that we despaired even of life. Yes, we had the sentence of death in ourselves, that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God who raised the dead, who delivered us from so great a death, and does deliver us, in whom we trust that he will still deliver us. You also helping together in prayer for us, that thanks may be given for many persons on our behalf for the gift granted to us through many. 
For our boasting is this, the testimony of our conscience that we conducted ourselves in the world in simplicity and godly sincerity, not with freshly wisdom, but by the grace of God and more abundantly towards you. For we are not writing any other things to you than what you read or understand. Now I trust you will understand even to the end. As also you have understood us in the part that we are your boast, as you also are ours in the day of the Lord Jesus. And in this com and in and in this confidence I intend to come to you before that you might have a second benefit to pass by way of you to Macedonia, to come again from Macedonia to you and be helpful by you on my way to Judea. Therefore, when I was planning this, did I do it lightly? Or the things I plan, do I plan according to the flesh that with me there should be yes, yes, or no, no? But as God is faithful, our words to you was not, was not yes and no. For the Son of God, Jesus Christ, who was preached among you by us, by me, Savannah, and Timothy, was not yes and no, but in him was yes. For all the promise of God in him are yes, and in him, amen, to the glory of God through us. Now he was a, now he who established us with you in Christ and has anointed us in God, who also has sealed us and given us the spirit in our heart as a deposit. Moreover, I call God as a witness against my soul, that to spare you I came no more to Corinth. Not that we have dominion over your faith, but our fellow workers for your joy, for by faith you stand. But I determined this within myself, that I would not come again to you in sorrow. For if I make you sorrowful, then who is he who makes me glad, but the one who is made sorrowful by me? And I wrote this very thing to you, lest when I come, or when I came, I should have sorrow over those from whom I sought to have joy, having confidence in you, all that my joy is the joy of you all. For out of much affliction and anguish of heart, I wrote to you with many tears, and not that you should be grieved, but that you might know the love which I have so abundantly for you. But if anyone has caused grief, he has not grieved me, but also of you, to some extent, not to be too severe. 
This punishment, which was inflicted by the majority, is sufficient for such a man, so that, on the contrary, you ought rather to forgive and comfort him, test, perhaps, such a one be swallowed up, sorry, just perhaps such a one be swallowed up with too much sorrow. Therefore, I urge you to reaffirm your love to him. For lo, this end I also write that I might put you to the test, whether you are obedient in all things. Now, whom you forgive anything, I also forgive. For if indeed I have forgiven anything, I have forgiven that one for your, for your sakes in the presence of Christ. Least Satan should take avenge, uh, least Satan should take advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. Furthermore, when I came to Taurus to preach Christ's gospel, and a door was opened to me by the Lord, I had no rest in my spirit because I did not find Titus, my brother, but taking my leave of them, I, I departed for Macedonia. Now, thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ and through us uh, diffuses the fragrances of his knowledge in every place. For we are to God the fragrance of Christ among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. To the one we are the armor. To the one we are the aroma of death to death and to others the aroma of life to life. And who is significant for these things? For we are not as so many peddling the word of God, but as of sincerity, but, um, but as from God we speak in the sight of God in Christ. Chapter 3. Change Lives Prove Ministry. Do we begin again to commend ourselves, or do we need, as some others, epistles of condemnation to you or letters? Uh, sorry, I'm reading this wrong. Let me go back to the beginning. Uh, chapter 3, verse 1. Do we begin again to commend ourselves, or do we need as some other epistles of accommodation to you or letters of accommodation for you. <clears throat> Are you our epistle, epistle written in our hearts, known and read by all men? You are manifested an epistle of Christ ministered by us written not with ink, but by the Spirit of the living God, 
not on the tablets of stone, but on the tablets of flesh that is of the heart. Okay? And this is why I say that you will know your brothers and sisters in Christ because what does the Lord say? It's not what you put in your mouth that defiles you. It's what comes out of your mouth, what comes out of you, which comes from the heart. So you know immediately when a person opens their mouth to speak and how they act upon speaking. You know exactly who that person is, <laughs> okay? And we have such trust through Christ towards God. Not that we are sufficient, uh, not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think of anything as being from ourselves, but our sufficiency is from God. All things is what? Done by God, right? Who also made us sufficient as ministers of the new covenant, not of the letter, but of the spirit for the latter, for the letter kills, but the spirit gives life. But if the ministry of death written and engraved on stones was glorious, so that the children of Israel could not look steadily at the face of Moses because of the glory of his countenance, which glory was passing away. How will the ministry of the Spirit not be more glorious? For if the ministry of condemnation had glory, the ministry of the righteous exceeds much more in glory. For even what was made glorious had no glory in this respect because of the glory that excels. For if what is passing away was glorious, what remains is much more glorious. Therefore, since we have such hope, we use great boldness of speech, unlike Moses, who put a veil over his face so that the children of Israel could not look steadfast at the end of what was passing away. But their minds were hardened for until this day, the same veil remains uplifted in the reading of the Old Testament because the veil is taken away in Christ. But even to this day, when Moses is read, a veil lies on their heart. Nevertheless, when one turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. But we all, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Chapter 4. Therefore, since we have the ministry, as we have received mercy, we do not lose heart. Amen. 
But we have renounced the hidden things of shame, not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. Amen? But even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing, whose minds the God of this age has blinded, meaning the adversary has blinded them so they can't see, who do not believe, least the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is image of God, should shine on them. For we do not preach ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your servant for Jesus Christ. For it is the God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, who has shone in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. Okay? It's not about us. It's about him. We are hard-pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not uh, not despaired. Persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed, always carrying about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our body. For we who live are always delivered to death for Jesus' sake that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our mortal flesh. So then, death is working in us, but life in you. But since we have the same spirit of faith according to what is written, I believe and therefore I spoke, we also believe and therefore spoke, speak. Knowing that he who raised up the Lord Jesus Christ will always raise us up with Jesus and will present us with you. For all things are for your sake, that grace, having spread through the many, may cause thanksgiving to abound to the glory of God. Amen. Amen. Therefore, we do not lose heart even though our outward man is perishing. You know, we're all going to die at some point in time. So our outward man is constantly, um, from the day of birth, we start descending. Yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. Okay? So your, your inside man is not. He's just the opposite. For our light... Affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us as far more exceedingly and eternally 
weight of glory, eternal weight of glory. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Okay? And I know some of you out there are saying, what are they talking about? Well, when you're in the spiritual realm, you know exactly what they're talking about. There are things that you see in the spirit that you will not see in the flesh. All you see in the flesh is what's in this world created by man's hands and driven by the adversary who is waiting to devour as many men as possible. Okay? Or destroy as many as possible, I should say. Okay, chapter 5, Motivation of the Future Presence of Christ. For we know that if our earthly house, this tent, is destroyed, we have a building from God, a house not made with hands, eternal in heaven. For in this we groan earnestly, desiring to be clothed with our habitation, which is from heaven. If indeed, having been clothed, we shall not be found naked, for we who are in this tent grown, being burdened, not because we want to be unclothed, but further clothed, that morality may be swallowed up by life. Now he who has prepared us for this very thing is God, who also has given us the Spirit as a guarantee. Therefore, we are always confident knowing that while we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord, for we walk by faith and not by sight. We are confident, yes, well pleased, rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. Amen. Amen. You know, when you're with the Lord, you don't feel nothing. Just the joy and the love of the Lord upon you. Therefore, we make it our aim, whether present or absent, to be well pleased to him. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive the things done in the body according to what he has done, whether good or bad. Okay? So, this tells you right here, when man leaves this earth, he is going to the Father, and he is going to be judged according to what? He did in the body. All right. Knowing, therefore, the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. But we are well known to God. And I always trust are well known in your conscience. <laughs> For we do not commend ourselves again to you, but give you opportunity to glory on our behalf, that you may have something to answer those who glory in appearance and not in heart. For if we are beside ourselves, it is for God, 
or if we are of sound mind, it is for you. For the love of Christ constrains us because we judge thus, that if one died for all, then all died. And he died for all, that those who live should live no longer for themselves, but for him who died for them and rose again. Therefore, from now on, we regard no one according to the flesh, even though we have known Christ according to the flesh, yet now we know him thus to no longer. Therefore, if anyone in, is in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now, all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is that God was in Christ reconciliating the world to himself, not inputting their trespasses to him, and has commended, committed to us the word of reconciliation. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God were pleading through us. We employ, we am, sorry, we implore you on Christ's behalf. Be reconciled to God, for he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us that we might become the righteous of God in him. Amen. 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 All right, everyone, we're going to stop here today. We will pick up again tomorrow in 2 Corinthians chapter 6. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, let's bow our heads very quickly. Father, we thank you, Almighty God, for this word today. And we pray that this has been a help to many and that they, your understanding of this word that they receive. Father, again, we thank you, Almighty God. And we give you all glory and honor and praise. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, those of you who want to reach out to me, uh, you can reach me at mcmillian75 at gmail.com. That's my email. Or you can reach me at anchor.fm right slash lender dash mcmillian9. And for those of you who want to reach out to my Facebook page, uh, Linda McMillan, McMillian. M-C-M-I-L-L-I-A-N, uh, you'll be able to contact me, or you can even uh, go in and pick up any of the podcasts that you have missed out on, okay? Um, if you're not quite sure about that, you can uh, drop me a line on Facebook, and I will uh, be sure to help you out with what you need, okay? For those of you who would like to sponsor or donate, there are two buttons below this page. Feel free to press on whichever one you're interested in, and that information will be provided to you, okay? All right, everyone. Thank you for joining our program today. I hope that you tune in tomorrow. This is Minister Macmillan. You have a blessed evening.